Hi there. So have you ever wished that you were able to just read somebody's mind? If you were able to just tell what they are thinking, or if you could tell if they were really thinking of lying to you, or if they're telling you the truth, or maybe you wish you had the advantage when it came to influencing somebody so that they could either buy your product or buy your services, right? And you would do it in an ethical way. But if you could have a little bit of an advantage, because let's face it, we buy things from people that we like. And if you can get somebody to like you just by a body movement, wouldn't that be great? Well, in this video, I'm going to show you how you can read anyone, okay? So what I'm actually gonna show you is in the NeuroRevolution Method Manual, I'm going to go through and show you the Allure framework. And now what Allure means is, or what it stands for is assimilate. So when you are meeting somebody, whether it's a new client or maybe it's a, uh, somebody that you've met before and somebody that you are familiar with and this is kind of a big deal if you want to get along with them maybe it's a relative right you have a big wedding to go to and you want to make sure that you guys get along well this is going to work the same way okay so first you want to do is assimilate you want to look at the person what are they what taking the information right taking all of the information that they're giving you because it's a lot about body language and we'll get into this in just a minute the next thing is you want to lead so what i'm going to teach you is how to match and mirror them and then lead them into what you want to do whether it's like standing like this or maybe moving your hair putting your hip to the side something like that you can lead them into doing that um, then you're going to look at their eye movements okay the next l stands for look at their eye movements and when you do that you are going to be able and you're going to learn this in this video today you're going to be able to tell whether or not they are lying to you or maybe not lying but maybe they're constructing right how are they feeling is what you're saying getting across and you're going to be able to tell this just by looking at their eye movements okay um, next is understand you you're going to understand their process what is their process for um, using words as far as do they process are they a visual processor are they a audio processor right auditory excuse me are they an auditory processor or are they more of a kinesthetic or a feeling processor right do they do they um, feel more are they more into like oh this feels good so we'll get into that in just a little bit next the R is the recipe for communication and what I want to tell you about this is is the way that we communicate is not so much with our words less than 10 percent of what i am saying is part of my communication okay yes it is important but it's only seven percent and i'm going to tell you about your body language your tonality and then your words and we're going to get into that and then finally how to use embedded commands right so you're going to learn all of this in today's 
video. Okay, so let's get into it. So when you are going to assimilate and you wanna assimilate somebody and what they are seeing, you wanna look at them from the head to their toe. What kind of energy are they giving off, right? Are their heads looking at you? Are they looking to the side? Are they tilted to the side? Are they looking down? You know, what is that saying? Is it saying, are they making eye contact with you, right? So if they're not even making eye contact with you, are they embarrassed or are they shy? Are they trying to hide something? Okay, and this is just something that you wanna take in versus somebody who's looking at you straight eye to eye. Hey, what do they kind of communicate? Are they excited, right? Are they enthusiastic about what they wanna say? Are they interested in you? right? There's so many things. So you just want to gauge where they are at, especially if you, you know, have a sales meeting and you're trying to, you know, sell somebody or see if your product is a good fit for them. Are they excited about it? Are they excited about hearing about your product, right? And how do you get them excited, right? You'll know that if they're not excited to even listen to you, you need to do something to get them excited, right? So you would probably ask some questions like, hey, wouldn't it be great if you could achieve all of your goals in the next six months, right? You would ask something that would intrigue them or like, Hey, do you still have that problem with X, Y, and Z? You could lead with a problem, right? And then turn into and offer them your solution. But you need to get them excited. You need to get them interested, at the very least, interested in what it is that you have before you just start spitballing what you're selling, right? So, so you want to observe them. What is their skin look like, right? Are they flushed? Are they looking at you? What are their eyes? Um, how are they breathing, right? Are they in a hurry? Are they breathing fast and they're in a hurry? Or are they just like so relaxed and just trying to unwind? And maybe this wouldn't be a great time. You like need to take in this information. And then what we're gonna do is we are going to match and mirror them. And when we match and mirror them, what happens is it talks to the subconscious mind. It talks to their subconscious mind that, oh my gosh, this person is like me, right? They are similar to me. They're doing what I'm doing. They're laughing when I'm laughing. We must be on the same level. And it just speaks right to the subconscious mind. And when you do that, your subconscious um, energies really link up and what happens is you start doing the same thing that they are doing. You can start doing this for the first 15 minutes, 15 seconds, excuse me. So you can match and mirror their, you know, if somebody sits back and leans back and crosses their arms, you would want to do the same thing. Not so overtly, not so obviously, and not in a mocking way. But if they're like, oh yeah, I think that, and then you would do, oh yeah, I think that too, <laughs> right? You could do that. And it really links up the subconscious mind. So, so you would want to match and mirror them for the 15 minutes, 15 seconds, sorry, 15 seconds. It wouldn't take that long to get in what we call rapport with another person, okay? And when you match and mirror them, you can just do it, you can, so what I mean by match and mirror is you can 
do exactly what they're doing. So if somebody re reaches up their left hand, then you reach up your left hand, right? That would be matching them. But if you're standing opposite from them and they lift up their left hand, then you might want to lift up your right hand and mirror them. Okay, so if they're leaning over to the left, then you would lean over to the left with them, right? Or if it was their right, you would go to the same side. So, so you want to match and mirror them. There's no right or wrong way about it, but you just want them to know that like, hey, what you're doing is cool with me and what you're doing I'm in sync with, I like, and I'm going to go along with it, right? Because if somebody laughs at a joke and you don't laugh, they're going to be like, okay, I'm not going to tell them any more jokes. Or, you know, if they think something's funny and you're not laughing, it's like, okay, this person doesn't have a sense of humor. I can't really talk to them and it's just not fun. So they're going to go find somebody else. So you want to play along with them in a very sincere kind of way, right? So with communication, your communication, like I was telling you before, 7% of your communication is your words. 38% comes from the tonality, right? So how I say something. So if I said, you're so smart, versus you're so smart, right? Like I have this tonality and the physiology wasn't matching up. Um, you know how it is, right? When you say something sarcastically, it, it doesn't match up and people can tell that your words mean 7%, right? And it's your tonality that was way more. And then also 55% of your communication is your physiology, your gestures, right? So think about it. Have you ever had a conversation with somebody who speaks the, a different language than you do and you had no idea what the words that they were saying, but you knew what they were saying? That happened to me when I was a flight attendant. I remember there was a Chinese man who came up to me and he was like asking me, you know, with the gestures, what something was, like where the bathroom was, and I knew what he was talking about just by his gestures. He was like, oh, I don't even know what he said at this point, but it was just all in his gestures and his tonality where I knew that maybe he was pointing to a paper and he wanted to find a gate, right? Like I knew what he was talking about and I was like, wow, that is so cool, so weird that I just had this conversation and even though words were exchanged and I didn't know any of the words, I was able to communicate with this person and help them, right? So understand that it is your body language. That means way more than your words. So if you are saying, yeah, well, I'm really interested in what you have to say, but you're backing away, you, that's going to say like, she's so lying, right? You wanna say, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. What do you have to say? Tell me more, right? This is like, yes, give it to me, right? So that is what you want to do. You want to pay attention to your body language and how you're communicating just with your physiology because it's so important. So what I want you to do is go and make a conscious effort 
just with your loved ones or even with your business partner or with your clients. Make it extra, do more physiology. Pay attention to your physiology and what you are saying with your hands, what you're saying with your, your nods and your eyes, right? Like, are you looking at them? Look at them and, and talk to them. So that is your challenge for tonight is go and try to have a conversation with just your physiology and see how much you can, um, convey and how much you can read from somebody else's physiology as well, right? You want to open up your awareness so that you can communicate and really hear what somebody is talking about. Because a lot of times, you know, we just hear our spouse or somebody talking and we're like the words, but really they have something underlying that they're talking about and that they're trying to say that they're trying to communicate. Maybe they're in pain. Maybe they're excited about something. And we're just so involved in our own world that we're not like looking out and being open to what they're really trying to communicate. And if you can focus on other people and hear what they have to say, just by their body language, by being attentive to their body language, they're going to like you more. And once they like you more, what's going to happen? You're going to feel more connected. Once they feel more connected, then you are going to have the influence that, um, over them. So this is whether it's, you know, your spouse or friends or people that you meet online, when they like you more, they're going to be, feel more obligated to you to recommend you, right? Um, so that would happen to me. It's like, I know that, you know what? I helped my friends out and it was all in sincerity. And they're like, they recommended me. They recommended me because, hey, I had given them value. And so they felt obligated that when somebody was looking for, looking to become a coach, they're like, hey, Rachel, go to Tina. She has a course, right? So that's what happens when you have influence, when you can get somebody to like you. So think about that. Okay. And get people to like you read their, um, body language. So the next thing that we're going to get into is I move like how somebody reads, uh, moves their eyes and what that means. Okay. So what does it mean? So when somebody moves their eye to the right, I gotta, this is so some, when somebody moves their eye to, if you're looking at me and they move their eyes to the right. So if I'm like this, right. Most of the time they're trying to construct something. They're trying to think like, okay, what, what is the next thing? What are, what, let me imagine something. Let me imagine, you know, a blue car and they are looking to the right. Now, if they are looking to the left, they're constructing something. Okay. If they are looking to the right, they are recalling something. If they are looking to the this side, if they're looking on this side, then they are constructing something. So you looking at me, if they're looking up here, they are constructing something. If they, they're constructing a sound, if they're looking over here and they are feeling something, if they're looking down over here, 
they are thinking about something if they are looking over here and then they are recalling a sound if they're looking over here. Okay, if you're looking at me, this is what's happening. They're trying to recall twinkle, twinkle, little star. Now, there's one little caveat, but we're not gonna get into that. So, if you want to recall something, most of, most of the time, you're gonna look up here. If somebody's talking to you and they're trying to think about, you know, what happened in 1990, and they're trying to recall that they're gonna look up here and like try to search their brain for what happened. If they are trying to make up something, hey, what'd you do last night? Um, I went to the movies. You know, they're trying to, to, to make up something. So, all right, that's it for the, the eye patterns and reading somebody's the way that they are moving their eyes because that is, it's so interesting. And we go into more detail about that when we are in class. Next, we're gonna understand their VAK process. What does that mean? It means, are they more of a visual person? Are they more of an auditory person or are they more kinesthetic or feeling? Okay, so you'll notice in my talking, right? Do I say, do you see this? Or could, can you hear what I'm talking about? Do you understand what I'm talking about? Or you can say, can you feel what I'm talking about? Do you feel me? You know? So people use these different types of words, right? Visual, auditory, or kinesthetic words. So can you see me? Look at me. Look at this. Um, do, can you imagine, right? These are all visual words or auditory words are going to be more, do you hear me? What does that sound like? Does that sound good, right? Or they're gonna be like, oh, you feel me? Does this feel good? Are you feeling what I'm putting down? You know, like, so they're gonna use more kinesthetic. Oh, that's, that's so soft. That's so hard to do, right? That is a kinesthetic, um, kind of communication. And so when you can speak into somebody's communication model, then, you know, you will be able to connect with them a lot easier as well. So how do you do that? Right? You, by listening. What are they saying? So one of the things is that they may use multiple um, feelings and sounds and auditory and kinesthetic and, and visuals. And that's okay because everybody responds to all three of those. But what you'll find is most people tend to gear towards one of those three. And so maybe mentioning that more and more through your conversation with them, for instance, if you're into sales um, you would want to, and somebody was a visual person, you would want to say, look, this is beautiful and bright, right? That's a visual thing. And you'll be able to see the end of the, the rainbow when you join this program. At the end of this coaching package, you're going to see yourself living exactly the way you want, looking out at the ocean. You're going to see yourself inside your house, you know, watching the waves crash. That would all be visual. And so that's, you would use some of those things in your sales 
um, pitch or your sales language or when you're talking to somebody so that you could coach them and you can really connect with them. That is really the whole point, right? Is that you want to connect with your audience. You want to connect with your potential clients. So here's the thing. It's not negative. It's not forcing somebody to do anything. The, the fact is, is that we do business with people that we like. And why do we like people? We like people because they're like us. We like people because they talk our language. We like people because they understand us and or we feel like they understand us. And the way that we feel like somebody understands us is because they are talking our language, they are like us, right? So that is the key to this whole NLP and NeuroRevolution method is that you learn how to communicate with other people so that they know you, so that you are, they are able to really feel like they, they know you, so that they're able to see that you are just like them, right? They hear what you say and they're like, oh yeah, that sounds just like me, right? So that is why you want to learn these tools and then implement them into your everyday life so that it becomes more natural. There's nothing trickery about it. Yes, you do have more influence on people, but there's nothing wrong with that, right? This is the way that we communicate. You're learning how to communicate better. If somebody wants to mesh with your message, they like what you're, you're saying, they want to know that they can understand you and that you understand them, okay? And Next, we're going to embedded commands, okay? So embedded commands are amazing because we hear things the way we want to hear them, but our subconscious mind hears them a different way. So what you're saying is like, have you ever been to one of those food, let's say you were out at a... Um, what is the craft show or a fair or something like that, swap meet, something like that, where they're selling the pans and they're like, everybody raise your hands, right? So you raise your hands. Who's, who's saying yes, right? Say yes. Who's having a good day? Say yes. Okay. And that's kind of an embedded command, right? You, it's starting to talk to your subconscious mind to say yes, say yes, say yes, right? Or, but embedded commands are embedded because of the way that you are saying it. You're saying it at a different tone and therefore it is going into the other person's subconscious mind and the subconscious is hearing it in a different way. So if you feel inspired, then say yes. Actually, the say yes, right? Say yes, say yes, say yes, say yes to this program. You know, sign up, pull out your credit cards. These are all statements that are actually embedded commands. So an embedded command is something that you say that that is said in a different tonality or at a different speed than what you are saying. So when you are saying face that past, if you say it, it kind of sinks into your subconscious mind to face it, 
right? And, and let go. You could say, let go of that thought. Let go of that decision. And when you say, let go of that decision in that tone of voice, then it talks to the subconscious mind to go ahead and buy it. Go ahead, buy it. If this is what, if this sounds good to you, then buy it, right? And so it would be an embedded command because of the difference in the tonality that I am saying it to you. So that is what an embedded command is. So I hope that you have learned quite a bit as far as what communication is and how to communicate with people that you are um, wanting to influence, whether it's, you know, a loved one, a child, or maybe it's even, you know, a business partner or a potential client using these different techniques so that you are more liked and you can connect and communicate more with your, you know, the other people it's going to grow your connection. It's going to grow your influence. And when you do that, you are able to, to go to the next level with them. They are able to see that you and, and them are like each other and you're going to be able to build a solid, great relationship. So communication obviously is so key into what you are doing and living, right? If you aren't able to communicate, then that's not gonna be great, right? If you aren't able to communicate, then it's going to be harder for you to get what it is that you want. So that's it for today. Let me know if you have any questions at all. I'll be happy to answer your questions about communication. If you want to go ahead and learn more about how your mind works and you want to learn about NLP and hypnosis, right? This is what we teach in the NeuroRevolution method. So if you want to become a coach and you want to become a high level coach, because really you're gonna have tools that are effective when you're coaching your clients when they get stuck at the top of like a limiting belief or they like hit their limit, right? If you wanna help them bust through that, that barrier that they've put on them as a coach, you have to learn NLP. NLP will take them to that next level and then the next level and then the next level because you'll be able to squash limiting beliefs and limiting decisions that come up as they make progress. And you'll, you'll be able to um, use hypnosis to talk directly to their subconscious mind to let their subconscious mind know that, hey, this is good, this goal is good, even though you know when you were a child, you probably shouldn't have been able to do this, but you're, you'll be able to reprogram your subconscious mind and their subconscious minds so that they are able to attain their goals easily and more effortlessly and so that the subconscious mind is in line with the conscious mind. See, what happens is the conscious mind is the goal setter and the subconscious mind is the goal getter and you need them aligned in order to achieve your goals because otherwise what happens? You set goals and then you fight to 
to get them aligned and you fight to actually achieve them. So only so very rare, you know, do people actually achieve all the goals that they set. And yeah, some of it is because, hey, things happen, but really it's because a lot of times people quit and they make very good justifications and very um, like, oh yeah, that's a great reason. That's why you should quit. But really what it is, is it's you hitting your upper limit. It's your clients hitting their limit and they don't know how to break through that limit and that barrier. And once you're able to break through that barrier using your subconscious mind, then you are able to achieve your goals. So that is what a high level coach can do. Also, we teach EFT and the um, also EFT plus the transformational flow method, which is our proprietary method of really digging in and changing the energy, changing all of the past um, beliefs that you know your parents have brought into you and that kind of is stuck in your in your body and we move that and we switch it over to the prosperity and the future and the possibilities in your life and that's what we do with EFT changing that energy all out and building you up so that you can have a lot of prosperity coming into you so we teach you time techniques life and success coaching and and how to create goals and how to achieve them and how to set your clients up for success it's amazing okay so you definitely need this if you want to become a coach this is what you want to learn um yeah come and sign up at neurorevolution method sign up for our next class and we'll talk to you later okay bye